Hello, and welcome to the Pursuit City Church podcast. Our mission is to lead people to know the love of Jesus Christ. Our prayer is that you will feel encouraged as well as challenged through the Word of God. If you need prayer or want to share your story, please send an email to info at PursuitCC.com. Get ready to enjoy this message. God bless. start, I want to thank Pastor Matt and Cheryl for this opportunity. It's a privilege. And when you get this opportunity, just know that the fact that when you step up here, it's not only for you, but it's for somebody else. And I just want to thank Pastor Matt for always pushing the leaders and the people that he has on his team to go further, go harder than they have had before. And I want to thank the Lord for this opportunity, for pulling me out of where he pulled me out of to make me the man I am today and to be able to be that vessel. I thank you, Lord. The Lord showed me this this morning when I was getting ready. I want each and every one of you, raise up your hands, both of them. Put them close together. This is a way to receive what God has for you. But I want you to go like separate. Now you're free to receive it. There's no bondages on you no more. This is your healing time. So be ready to receive what God has for you because he did it for me 16 years ago. And I know he can do it for you. Because he's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Same God has not changed. Nothing comes back void. The promise he promised Abraham, you are that promise. You are one of the stars that shine bright within this world. That's who you are. So look at each and every one of you. We are related through the blood of Jesus Christ. And the ones that are doing the scriptures, I gave Matt a format. I'm sorry, the Lord changed it up. But I'll tell you where it's at. I want you to go to, sorry, Juliana, Isaiah 9-6. It says, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father. Prince of Peace. What I want for you to, as I'm giving the message, is remember Wonderful Counselor. Because on my title page, this represents me and all I've been through in my entire life to now. It represents me from when I was in third grade. (laughs) And I was molested as a child. From third to fourth grade, I didn't tell nobody. I was afraid and I was ashamed. Psalms 23 hit it home when Becca brought it up because that's how I felt. But I didn't know God. So as I continued to live my life, my mom always told me, God has a plan for you. God has a plan for you. But still, I never told her what happened to me. I didn't tell nobody. 
So I continue to grow up just living life, going the wrong ways, wondering why I was always getting in trouble, not caring, being rebellious. And as I went to fifth grade, my mom took me to doctors, psychiatrists. They ran tests on me. I'll tell you right now, I have, every, I have done every test except for electric shock treatment. No kid should do that, be put through that. But God had a plan for that. I didn't know that. I know that now. And as I continue to grow up and seeing doctors, different psychiatrists there and different psychiatrists every time, all they did was prescribe me medicine. And my title is this, won't fix you, only Jesus. So if the tension rises, good. Because all this right here will not fix you. It won't help you. It only suppresses your problem. So it only suppresses your situation. And I continue to grow up getting involved with the wrong crowd. Not only doing drugs, but selling them at a young age. Not only drinking to the fullest, but drinking to pass out. At the age of 16, I found out I only had one kidney. I was born this way. And if y'all don't know me, I was born with a disability to my left side. But even at that, that didn't stop me. I just kept going, going down the wrong path, not knowing the right from wrong, but still hearing my mom tell me, God has a plan for you. God has a plan for you. As I continued to grow up, I didn't, I didn't uh, understand it. I didn't want to hear it. I'd always tell her, why, why should I care? Why, I'm not going to go to church. I'm not going to serve God because I never told her the root of all my Problems I went through. I was diagnosed with rage and aggression, psychotic, split personalities, depression. And all that led me to was more doctors, more drugs, more alcohol, and more prescriptions. And none of it helped me. None of it. It's only when I truly encountered Jesus Christ that I was set free. And the story I want to take you through is in Mark 5, 22 to 34. It's the one where everybody knows the scripture. It's the one with the blood issue. It hit right away when I read this and the Lord showed me it. It's the first person I thought of. And it's crazy how the Lord ties everything together and turns it to a message. This is something that happened thousands of years ago. But today is able to help somebody because he allowed me to go through it. Yes, it hurt at the time, but at the end of the day, it built my character to help someone else rise up from the dust, newly born understanding that they are free and victorious. 
So I want to tell you today that in this story I'm going to read, it is an amazing story. It's a crazy story because she suffered for 12 years. And it's crazy when you believe in something and you have faith in someone. At that time, she physically got to see Jesus. But he's present. Each and every one of you are carriers of his presence. Each and every one of you have the power and authorities in your life. Because if you're here today, even for the young generation, they too have power. I didn't have the power then, but I definitely have the power now. And I tell you right now, it is yours for the taking. When this symbolizes, is freedom. Freedom. You've been set free today. This is a healing service. You're not going to leave this place the same way, thinking the same way. Because you are not of this world. But, hmm. Word of God says, don't be conformed by this world, but be transformed in the renewing of your mind. You see, this right here only attacked me in my mind because I thought I needed it. I didn't need this. I needed Jesus. But I didn't know how to get it. And when I got it, I'm here today. When I told somebody about my message at work, they're like, Oh, no, David, be careful. You're going to have everybody throwing their pills. I'm like, no. It's like, no. But let me tell you what Jesus pulled me out of. He pulled me out of all this right here. Made me new. I was part of that. I was in a behavioral hospital surrounded by psychotics, people with split personalities, people that were cut themselves. I was surrounded by all that. And I was even in the behavioral hospital. It was <laughs> the behavioral side for the mentally challenged and rehab. And when I say in Isaiah how Jesus is the mighty counselor, he's the only psychiatrist you need. Because he don't give you things to suppress your problems. He gives you new life and life everlasting. And he sets you free. He breaks them chains. And he can use any tool and any instrument here. Each and every one of you are part of that. But you have to believe. You have to have faith. You can move mountains. I'm getting ahead of my message. But I just want to say that in all that, when I was experiencing going to the hospitals, and seeing the behavioral side and the rehab side, we would have cigarette breaks. And when I saw the people coming out from the rehab side, there are normal people. And I'm like, oh, what are you in for? Oh, I'm hooked on this, I'm hooked on that. Oh, okay. And then the next day I saw them, they were faded. They were messed up. I'm like, what, what are you, y'all were just normal. He's like, oh, they gave us some Xanax. They gave us this, they gave us that. And I'm like, I make that two for five on the street. 
What the? How are they giving you this when you're trying to get off of this? This won't fix you. But Jesus will. When I was there, my mom gave me a book about spiritual warfare. And I read it every night. And it was scary every night because I saw a lot of things. I know I'm not going into the scripture, but I want to tell this part because it's very crucial. Because I was sitting in front of this lady and she was coloring. And she was there for having split personalities. All 45 were named. And I'm there reading my book and I look up, she's staring at me. She stopped coloring. And she's looking me dead in my eyes. She snuck a fork in from the cafeteria, she breaks it and starts slicing her stomach and laughing. That's what I experienced. So I'm here today, I don't want you to experience that. I want you to experience freedom in Christ because that's what he died for, for each and every one of us. So if I say the hospital rehab, that's what the world wants to do for you. They want to give you Jesus. When you see ads about depression or, or stress, they, they want to give you all these medicines with symptoms that are symptomatic. With Jesus, there is no symptoms. You can't get sick again. You're going to be healed. You can't go backwards because the presence of God is always going to be there wherever you go, because he dwells in you every day. Not just here in these doors, but outside in the streets, he's there. He goes before us. Before we wake up, he's already in the place where we got to go. All we got to do is follow. Man, God's crazy. Before I get back, like I said, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I want you to understand the importance of this message of, what this message means to me because I wouldn't be here today if I didn't find Jesus and Jesus is the main topic that I'm going to be talking about this whole morning because that's all we need that's all we need is Jesus to heal us from all these things I know each and every one of us has gone through one of these let me ask you, did you feel better the next day? Did you feel free? No. Let me ask you, when you met Jesus or encountered Jesus, did you feel free? Did you feel better? Because I know I did. And I would always tell the Lord, like, I was joking around, like, man, Lord, like, man, you gave them the parts I need for my hand. How am I supposed to, to give healing? They're going to look at me and my hand's still the same. Like, come on. But you know what? It's in my heart. It's in my heart. And my heart says, you're healed. You're free. You're an overcomer. Just believe in me. Just trust in me. I'll get you through this. Don't stress no more. Don't stress no more. You're free. Believe in me. I want to help you. Follow me. I'm here. Because this woman did. She heard of a guy named Jesus, and she pressed in through the crowd. 
So I want to take you to Mark chapter 5, verse 22 through 34. Mark chapter 5, 22 says, Then a leader of a local synagogue whose name was Jairus arrived. When he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet, pleading, Fervently, sorry, I can't say the word. And uh, with him, there you go. My little daughter is dying. He said, please come lay your hands on her. Heal her so she can live. Jesus went with him and all the people followed, crowding around him. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with the constant bleeding. She said she had suffered a great deal from many doctors and over the years she had spent everything she had to pay them, but she had gotten no better. In fact, she got, had gotten worse. <laughs> she had heard about Jesus, so she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, if I can touch his robe, I will be healed. Say that to yourself. If I can just come through these doors, if I can just turn, hit the like button or watch on Facebook, I will be healed. And what did it say? Immediately, the bleeding stopped. Immediately, the way you did this, immediately, you're ready to receive your blessing. Immediately, you're ready to receive your healing. Immediately, whatever you're going through, your family's going through, while you're here fighting for them, it's going to come to pass. Because why? She believed in someone named Jesus. You're here today because I know you believe in Jesus. Why would you be here? For the free coffee? You know what I mean? They do pretty good. But, you know, not as good as Jesus. But, you know, glory to God, hold on. I'm sorry, I'm a jokester too. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm getting off track. <laughs> and she could feel in her body that she had been healed of her terrible condition. Jesus, Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out from him. So, the, so he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? His disciples said to him, look at this crowd pressing around you. How can you ask who touched but he kept on looking around to see who had done it. Then the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell at his, at, came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what she had done. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well, 
go in peace. You know, in Isaiah 9:6 says that who is Jesus? Mighty counselor. Prince of peace. Only Jesus can grant you peace. Only Jesus can give you peace and rest. This is a place for that. She knew what she had to do. Do you? The altar is here open every Sunday. Your Bible is there at home every day. But we're watching novelas. We're doing things, what we need to do, because the world says we need to do it, but we don't want to take time to seek after the one who gave us that freedom on the cross. Novelas, I'm sorry, the ones that don't understand novelas, it's their stories, like days of our lives. <laughs> the ones that have been around forever. But no, and in that, her suffering was gone. The crazy part of this story is, remember I told you, I experienced somebody with 45 years in first Natalie's. 45. I was diagnosed with two. She had 45. And every medicine I took didn't help me. None of it. Made me feel good. That was it. And in the beginning of this story, I didn't share with him, but he talks about in this chapter, when he stepped into this land, there was a man who was possessed with a legion of demons, a legion. But the moment he encountered Jesus, he was set free. That's an amazing story because despite what you go through every day, the moment you encounter Jesus, you are set free, set free, breaking every curse that this world says that it's okay. I'm telling you, it's not okay. If it makes you put a wall in front of Jesus, it's not okay. If it keeps you silent, it's not okay. You got to understand, he set me free 16 years ago. 16 years ago. And what's crazy is, I did the math. And I woke up in the one morning, and I was like, why am I counting? From third grade... Till I met my wife. 542. Chapter 5, uh, verse 42. This is when Jesus was walking with, towards the, the child that was pronounced dead. What's crazy is the lady's blessing didn't come until 12 years later. And Jesus wasn't even going to her. He was going somewhere else. But she had the faith to understand if I get out of my comfort zone, get out of my bed. Imagine a woman with a blood issue. Back then, I'm sorry. I have, a, I have a family full of girls. They get, I'm just saying, they didn't have the stuff we they have now. So imagine how she smelt, how she looked, how she felt. Exactly. But yet she still went 
pressing through that crowd, believing that her healing was right in front of her. Not even him personally, but just her robe, his robe. Something he was just wearing. Man, that's a blessing in itself. That Jesus carried that much anointing, that much power. It's something he was just wearing. But she, first she had to believe. If I just touch a piece of string of his robe, I'm healed. That's some faith. And you're afraid to open these doors? You're afraid to turn, hit like on, on Facebook? You're afraid to open your Bible? If you don't got a book, you got an app. I know you got phones. My kids have phones. And they don't want to use them better than me. So I know God is giving so many opportunities to each and every one of you. Are you willing to press through the crowd for your blessing, for your opportunity, for your freedom? Freedom is here today. I can speak it, but you got to receive it. Because when it happened to me, it was an amazing feeling. Amazing feeling. Let me go back in this. And this is on, on chapter 5. It says, and the girl who was 12 years old immediately stood up and walked. They were overwhelmed and totally amazed. So her blessing didn't come to this little girl's blessing. So he was going through life. Just going. And this woman was suffering, but she believed that she could be healed. What's crazy about this, you know how it ties in for me. It happened to me in third grade. The main source of how I was acting and out and all this stuff dates back to when it happened to me in third grade and fourth grade. That internal body, exactly 12 years later. That did not receive my blessing. Exactly 12 years later. And what's crazy is, where's my wife? She ain't in here? She's out there? 12 years later, I was 19. I met my wife, Iris. She introduced me to Christ. She's the one that helped me get where I needed to go to understand my purpose. She had the faith and belief to believe that this is all spirits trying to control my life. And she got my pills and threw them. I was relying on the pills. I was relying on the drugs. I was relying on the alcohol to suppress what I felt deep down inside. I had a lot of rage and a lot of anger towards life, towards anything in general. It was so deep that I almost took the life of a 13-year-old girl because she was a witness in what we were doing in front of my wife and kids. And I was the only one not drunk and not on drugs. That's how enthralled I was. That's how, how deep I was. I was about to take a life of a 13 little girl in front of my wife, in front of my kids. And then right when I was about to do it, I dropped the knife and I walked away. And I was crying. And I said, I'm done. 
when you think you can do it on your own, you're never doing it on your own because you're turning to this. You're turning to that. You're going there. It's good to talk to people, but if they're not pointing you to Jesus, you're wasting your money, you're wasting your time. That's what people are like, well, they'd be careful how you bring it up. Psychiatrists are there to help. No, they're not. They're there to take your money and give you prescriptions to suppress what you really are going inside. But Jesus is here to heal you today and forevermore. Today and forevermore. Jesus is here to heal you right now. If you're young and don't have kids, that's why he's healing you now. So when your kids come, they have the curses broken. You see, my daughter's been going through some things. And she said something, and I was like, no, 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 no. That's not going to help you because they don't know what I've been through. They don't know my life. I don't, they don't know exactly to the T what I've gone through. Counselors don't help me. Didn't help me. But the mighty counselor did. And that was proclaimed before he was even born. So I'm proclaiming before your children are born that they're going to be at peace. They may go through some things, but they're going to know who to lean on, and that is Jesus. They're going to know who to turn to, and that is Jesus. And if it's not Jesus, it's someone serving Jesus. Like I said, people have gotten their degrees for this. My mom was going for this to help me. But see, she was also blinded because she, she kept saying, God has a plan for you. But let me continue to go to school so I can help my son. But she, kept, she didn't know that she was already helping me, telling me, planning that seed. God has a plan for you. God has a plan for you. And I'm doing it now. So I'm telling, for, telling you right now, God has a plan for each and every one of you. God has a plan. People will be calling me. God has a plan for each and every one of you. My daughter's school. But uh, I want to tell you this right now. My wife believed in that. Because her faith that she had she may not show it. She's a mighty woman of God. A mighty woman of God. And just her act alone, it's been 16 years since I've thought of any of this. 16 years is a long time. That's how long we've been married. She broke that curse 16 years ago. So when that curse try to come again? I said, nah, Charlie, I ain't happening. <laughs> so I'll tell you now, if Jesus can set me free, he can set you free too. You got to believe. So I say right now, stress, you got to go. Depression, you got to go. Alcoholism has to go. Drug addiction got to go. Rage and aggression got to go. Thoughts of suicide got to go. I lost a friend to that. So that's even more personal. 
And for you soldiers out there, PTSD got to go. Because is anything attacking your mind, the answer is Jesus. Anything attacking your body, body physically, your answer is Jesus. You can go to a doctor to suppress your, what you're going through, but your healing is going to only come through Jesus and Jesus alone. That is your freedom. That is the direction you must go at all times. It has. I wasn't going to say this. The answer is not. Hmm. I wasn't going to say this, but I'm going to say it. The a, prescription pills ain't going to save you. Drugs ain't going to save you. Alcohol ain't going to save you. Speaking to psychiatrists, pointing to the direction that you're not supposed to go ain't going to save you. Suicide ain't going to save you. Going to A meetings ain't going to save you. I've been there. Hmm. Everyone acting out in rage. I've been there. Behavior hospitals ain't going to save you. Rehabs ain't going to save you. Only Jesus is going to save you and set you free. That's why I was so nervous to bring this message. Because it's personal to me. But in this day and age, there's people stressing so much in life. But why when the answer is right in front of you? Why when the altar is available for you? Why when you have a brother or sister that cares, open up to them. Because if they're here right now, these are the people that you need to talk to. We've all gone through some things. I've experienced some things. Stars experienced some things. Jab experienced some, experienced some things. My children have experienced some things that can, they don't know it, but they can help. Each and every one of you has gone through something that has, God has pulled you out of. It's not for you. I said this the last time. We should not be silent. Because then we get drawn to this. The world goes back to this. And believe me, I know how that feels. I've straddled the fence. I went deeper than I ever had before. I was serving God, gun ho. But I put my trust in man. What God says, let man... It, oof. Every man's a liar, but God is true. I put my trust in Almost lost my wife. Almost lost my kids. Because I wanted to continue to, to sell this and do this. See, I didn't do weed. I did coke. But Matt put that. I don't know why. But it's that right there will calm you down. But coke is a bigger addiction. And you want more. And it turns into Heroin, it turns into meth. It turns into whatever you can get your hands on to make you feel better. It doesn't. All you're doing is killing your body. All you're doing is putting junk up your nose that you think it's helping you, but it's really killing you. And then you turn to alcohol. And then you have cirrhosis of the liver. And you turn to prescription drugs thinking you think you need them. Think that they're helping you. Going to AA meetings just to get a coin. Just be like, oh, look, I haven't drank in 25 years. But the urge is still going to be there. When you have Jesus, you're healed forever and forevermore. Because, hmm. His word has power. 
And you know how I know it remains? Because the word of God says it remains. Heaven and earth will pass, but his word will remain. So the promise he gave you yesterday and years before is the same promise that you're going to continue to fulfill. If you have not fulfilled, just keep moving forward. Like Dora, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Sorry, I have kids. And <laughs> Dory or Dory? Dory? I said Dora, right? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you said Dora, I said Dora. <laughs> <laughs> Swipe or no swiping? <laughs> but no, amen. And that continues, man, because there's so much things out there that the enemy wants to throw at you. He knows your name. He knows who you are. He knows what your purpose is. But the victory is already yours. The victory is yours, says the Lord. The moment he died on the cross, I know I told Star something else, but Star, no. I'm going to keep going. The moment he died on the cross, he lowers from his, is the moment the veil was torn and the robe was revealed. The robe is here and will always be here. Now because we can interact with Jesus every day. As he intercedes for us, we can intercede for each other or for yourself. It's freely given to you. So freely receive it. It's here to receive. Your blessing's here to receive. Why are you going to sit there when the altar is ready to be open for you? We all worship in our own way. But she pressed through when the answer was in front of her. She pressed through when people thought. She pressed through that crowd. Are you willing to press through? Because I can do it. My kids know how to do it. Maybe we can show you how to do it. Jasmine can show you. All the way down the altar. Shoo. What's crazy is that all I want from this message is to understand, for you to understand, and for me and myself, how important you are to Christ and how available he is for you to be healed. All I want for you to understand that in all this, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That's it, period. That's all you need, period. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I'm going to say that over and over and over and over. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. You don't need anything else but him. Entiende? No, but... I want to give God the glory. What's crazy is I wrote all this stuff. I didn't say half of it. 
but it's all good. But I want you to understand, again, let this sink in. The Lord died for your freedom. The Lord died to set you free. The Lord died to make a way. The Lord died for you and your family. He sacrificed it all. Are you willing to do the same? We are his children. Are you ready to do it for your children? I've been doing it for 12 years. I'm not the perfect man. I'm not the perfect father. I'm not the perfect person. But I have not given up. And I encourage you, none of you, to give up what God has pulled you out of. I know how it is to serve God. I know how it is not to serve God. That's when I almost took that life of that child. Took one of your babies away with no remorse. That's the life I came from. And now look at me now. All that I've learned from the world, I used it for God now. If I, was, if I was willing to go hard for the world, for what I believed, what was right, my, or my little onda, my, my little clique, my little gang, why can't I do it for Christ? So I tell you right now, the robe is here. Are you willing to touch it? Because I know I am. And the crowd was many. Everyone was touching him. But she had faith. And she believed. Do you? This is your moment to run out these doors, to, to declare your freedom, to declare your righteousness, and to declare victory. And to share the good news that Jesus is the same yesterday today and forevermore and you will be the same yesterday today and forevermore because you made a stand today that's gonna last forevermore because he loves each and every one of you i had hate i had rage and god used to turn all that and star said it i have a lot of love and in that i've been hurt i've been taken advantage of it's gonna happen but I didn't stop focusing on Christ. I didn't stop focusing on what was important in life. Not only for me, but for my children. The opportunity is here. Come get it. I love y'all. I declare freedom over your family and generations to come. Victory, understanding of the gospel to further the gospel I ask that you continue to go to the highways and byways to declare the good news as the word of God says that's what he pulled you out of that's what he pulled you out of you are the unashamed generation are ready to rise up to declare the good news we have a Facebook page we have people videoing we're touching other areas of the world until the whole world because we believe in a man named Jesus 
our hashtag is, uh, is until the whole world knows. Well, they're little by little, they're knowing. Because you believe. So don't let anybody stop you from opening your mouth and declaring Jesus as your Lord and Savior of your life and of this nation and of this world. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Thank you for joining us this week. Our vision is to plant churches that are life-changing. If you would like to support our ministry, you can easily do so by visiting our website, PursuitCC.com. Also, follow us on all social media outlets by using at PursuitCC. Thank you and God bless.